If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. The Hamilton Cheesemaker has won an awards including Best Canadian Cheese at the World Cheese Awards. Utter Way Artisan Cheese Company took two bronze, two silver, and a super gold at the event. Tor Kruger is the cheesemaker who is behind this. He joins us now. Tor, how are you today? I'm very well. How are you? I'm excellent. Congratulations. I had no idea that this area was known for its cheese, but amazing. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're just up here, uh, Stony Creek countryside, you know, not far from the Niagara border, but definitely, uh, you know, uh, th- Hamilton is definitely uh, uh, you know, going on the map for lots of things these days. So we're very proud to be a part of Hamilton and, and representing Hamilton to the rest of the world. Now, uh, this is, uh, I realize this is probably a silly thing, but I, when I think of cheese, for whatever reason, I think of Europe. I think of sort of the old country making it there. Mm-hmm. Do we have a lot of cheese makers in this? Re- and I don't mean like com- commercial stuff. I don't mean the stuff that you buy really cheap. I mean good cheese. Do we have a lot of real cheese makers in this area? We definitely do. I mean, you know, like around, um, yeah, I mean, all, all around Ontario, we have great cheese makers. So there's, some of you know, some of them are some of the best in the world as well. I have a friend who won world's best cheese a bunch of years ago. She's up near Ottawa, and uh, so you know, there's lots of great cheesemakers coming out of Ontario and Canada as well. How do you? Did you learn it here? Did you learn how to do this here? Well, so I uh, um, I'm originally from Germany, but I came here in my teens, and, and my original background was more in the uh, tool and die industry, but I've always had a passion for food and cheese in particular. And then in 2013, I went to uh, Vermont and studied at the University of Burlington. They had an artisan cheese institute there, and that's how I learned my craft, basically, yeah. Because uh, I can't imagine there are too many tool and die people that morph into the cheese world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a second career for me, but it's always been a passion of mine, so I'm very happy that I took that step, yeah. When you do that, though, because tool and die can be a very lucrative business. You can make good money. You can have a good career in that. Is there generally, I mean, maybe now that you're one of the best, but when you get started, are you thinking, I'm going to make a great living making cheese, or are you thinking, I'm giving up a lot of money, but I'm going to pursue my passion? You know, it wasn't, for me, it was um, years ago, I used to be a co-owner of Cheese Shop Unlock in, in Hamilton, and, and that was sort of my, my initial foray into the world of cheese, and for me, it was really about the passion of it. Like, I, I never, I'm, obviously, everybody wants to make money, but what really drove me initially was I just love making cheese you know i love food in general but cheese was a real thing and, and i'm just happy that i pursued that passion all right so let's talk about making cheese for a minute because i don't think most people really have any idea how you do that maybe very generally but c- can you take the take 30 seconds or a minute or whatever and in the reader's digest version explain how somebody makes cheese well i mean just let's talk about uh, you know these some of the award winners that were at, at the world cheese so basically, when we're talking about like a hard cheese like the Oveo Negro, which won Super Gold, um, you know, you basically your milk it goes in the vat. Uh, we we uh, we pasteurize the milk, then we bring it down to a certain temperature, add cultures, let that sit for uh, you know for a bit. We set the milk with rennet, then we cut it, cut that into uh, curds, like small pieces. Uh, we actually cook the cheese for a certain period of time, and and then it, after that we put it into cheese molds. And after the cheese is drained for uh, 24 to uh, 36 hours, then after that, it, it goes into the aging room. So it's it's a long process. And this particular, the one that won uh, uh, Best Canadian and, and Best Cheap Milk Cheese in the world, it, that one actually uh, needs to age for at least six months before we release it because the flavors take some time to develop. 
So yeah, it's it's a very involved process. So, and again, this may be a very simple question, but I just have no idea when, if everybody is following a similar idea, a similar plan of how they make cheese, how do you make better cheese than someone else? What are the things that you can adjust or change or add or subtract that changes the flavors that makes a cheese better or worse? No, I've, I've been really lucky. I've, I've had some great training, but I also have some great people here at the plant. I, I you know, I have, I work with another family, the Fidanzas there. They've been in cheese for forever and three days and, and they've, you know, uh, they bring brought a lot of expertise in here and I've learned a lot from those guys and it's a real group effort here. And, and we just, um, you know, it's, we learn every day, like we're always improving. Um, you know, we're always tasting the cheeses, trying to figure out, you know, what, what can we do different? You know, we want to, we want this particular cheese to be better. Then I'll kind of look at some cultures that I want to maybe add additionally. And, you know, it's one of those things you know, in cooking, you immediately know what you've done, if it's good or bad. Whereas in cheese, a lot of times you don't really know until the cheese ages for a bit. So, it's just something you have to kind of have a, a bit of a feel for as well. I know that, you know, there's a lot of people um, who have maybe been a little more, um, paid more attention to the craft beer world, for example. And so they say, you know, the quality of the water has a lot to do with when you make beer, one of the things you put in. How much does the quality of the milk play into whether your cheese tastes good or not? And what the what the sheep or the cows or whatever are eating? Oh, that's a, that's, that's a huge part of it. I mean, it's, it's first of all, we only work with... Uh, um, milk from one farm directly so everything that we get delivered here is not what they call pooled milk but it comes directly from that uh from that farm uh the sheep milk breads came from ovino and uh so we get it direct from them and yeah obviously what what the animals get fed uh it has a huge uh, uh influence on how the cheese turns out the best always is to have uh, pastured animals meaning grass-fed and you as a it's a big deal that's why a lot of cheeses from around the world like if you get certain uh, cheeses from certain areas, they have a very particular flavor. It has a lot to do with the what the animals are actually eating, pasture and so on. It's 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 a it's a big part of it. So if I was an an I'm a cheese enthusiast, but I wouldn't exactly describe myself as a cheese expert. I mean, I like it. I don't know if I would, you know, I don't know if my palate is there. If I had different sources, different milk, same mm-hmm. animal but different milk from different farms, and you made cheese out of it, would I be able to tell the difference? You know, it really depends. I think probably the biggest difference would be uh, having a pasture-raised animal compared to, uh, uh, you know, an animal that's basically just um, in, in in the stable. Um, so you'll you'll taste that difference. You know, grass-fed, uh, you will definitely taste uh, the difference in, in, in the cheese afterwards, for sure. It is. Uh, it's an amazing thing that uh, that you've done so well uh, with this. Where, if somebody wanted to buy this, it's Christmas time. People need something yeah. to uh, to have friends over. Where can they find your cheese if they want to try some of this award-winning Hamilton-grown Hamilton-based cheese? Well, we're uh, our factory outlet is on 410 Highway 20 uh, here in Stony Creek, Hannon. Uh, we also have another another location in uh, Paris at the Winsey Mills Market. And uh, we're also uh, now at Sobeys. You can find our... Oh, terrific. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some of our cheeses are at select Sobeys across Ontario. And lots of independent retailers as well across Ontario are, are carrying our cheeses. So, yeah, you just... And if you don't see it somewhere, just ask for it by name. Well, it's easy to remember. The Utter Way, nice play in words, Utter Way Artisan Cheese Company. Uh, that's Tor Kruger. Uh, congratulations, Tor, and thanks for the time today. Really appreciate you doing this. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com. 
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.